Welcome back in, everybody, to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast, Episode 3. What's up, Araboy Enrique? How you doing, kid? What's up, brother? I'm doing very well. Very well. Swept the Liga MX this weekend, so... Yeah, it's nice to win on Friday once again, instead of just starting off bad. There's not a ton of money in Liga MX, but uh, we had uh, some both had some pretty good lineups, both uh, Friday and Saturday, and uh, won some decent enough head-to-heads that... It makes it worthwhile. There's there's people playing that'll post some big games. So, you might notice uh, in honor of uh, the big weekend where we both cashed pretty nicely, we got a new uh, intro song for episode three. Enrique, why'd you pick it, man? Um, it just expresses how I felt on Friday because I got paid. Fits perfect, man. I was really happy, and there you go. I hope you guys <laughs> enjoy it. Right, just got paid. Exactly. Always a good sentiment. Friday night, and uh, you know I'm a '90s kid, so I go back to the NSYNC days. I used to hate them uh, back when they were they were hit because I, I was kind of a contrarian type of guy. But then now I'm now I'm old, so I like anything throwback uh, to that era. So anyway, let's talk about what we're going to talk about today really quick because there are no slates. It's the international break, so nothing to preview. And it's early in the week anyway. We're recording this on Monday night, but we want to get an episode in because we're having fun doing this. Want to maybe review a little bit about what we saw and then project forward what we might see in the near future for league mx as there's one game left in the regular season the playoffs get started i must admit that i got lucky i'm sure you did as well with that Iramier goal that kind of saved our second game to pick the locks that we needed yeah, so, I, played yeah. Him as a, I played him as a straight salary saver and, and also because i believe that in league mx like you are sometimes better off saving money and playing a center back who might jump up and take a few shots because the fullbacks don't always deliver uh, for the extra salary. And he, he obviously got a total luck box goal, but hey, we got it. So it is what it is, you know? Yeah, man. Um, he must be uh, excited to play with Chivas because last time I heard he's supposed to transfer to Chivas next season. I'm sure he's going to the um, Club World Championship play in japan i think it is okay so that goal might have boosted his transfer so happy for the guy he deserves a better call and chivas needs him in the defense so yeah thank you once again for that friday night goal no doubt and uh that put us both in a good spot and then we both had the right guys i think in the late game there let's review a little bit about what we saw saturday because that might have even been i mean if we're patting ourselves on the back, that might have been been better of a performance as far as the fledgling touts that we are in this this uh, Liga MX game. Yeah, man, most of the big names did their thing. Um, I said that I would not play one player, which was Davila, but I chose him because I felt like I needed to block since um, Matias Fernandez didn't play. I'm like, right, you know, that was that was the biggest change up when the lineups came out is that we didn't get Fernandez because he's almost always starter in the starting 11 that was that shook me for a minute but it kind of opened up a nice value play who ended up exploding for bigger value because he actually came through with the goal as well felipe gallegos yeah he was my cheap value play that night and it fit in it fit in with my davila lineup the morilla players which was guzman the goalie sosa vilchis pavon and rivero rivero was in there Right, well, Rivera was one of the locks we talked about for sure. And Fernandez was the other one, like I said. And so when he when so what do you do in that situation 
when a guy that you considered a lock going into the slate and you almost always see him in the starting lineup, he ends up not there. How do you, what's your pivot move to find out? Are you looking for, like, we're playing him because he's a set piece taker. Are you, what do you do to find the other set pieces? Because I have my ways. I just wonder what you, what you do. I usually go with the backup set piece taker. If not, I go with the goal dependent player. But mainly I choose the set piece taker because um, that's what I play with most of the time. I try to get the secure points with the crosses and shots. Right, I think both of us, both our style is pretty, we don't always play the same players, but both our style, I think, is to play for floor. And, you know, I think we both learned learned this game from p- people who play sort of that, that style that's been developed from the best best players who play this game. You know, all the guys that you see in the lobby that are great, they they play for floor. And if you listen to other podcasts and stuff that those guys do, they they kind of teach you how to play for floor. And that's something that I think we both do, too. We're, we're It's tougher to find in League MX what... How do you know who that backup set piece taker is that you say you're looking for? Because for me, I use, I use the Rotowire stats. I don't know if you ever use Rotowire.com. It's a subscription membership, but it has great stats on League MX. And if you're looking for something for like a little more edge and you don't mind paying, I think ten bucks a month or something like that, they have they have great stats that you can use. And I, you can go and see like who who took corner kicks the last time that Fernandez wasn't in the lineup. That was what led me to Gallegos, and I, I'd never have played him before on any slate before. But because I saw that he was likely to take corners based on the previous results, then I put him in, and he came up with a goal. Yeah, man, I usually don't use many stat websites, but sometimes I do check out SofaScore just to verify with some of the players that I'm not too familiar with. But mainly I do know Liga Max, you know, like Paul my hand. I've been watching the league for years now and just... To add more to that research, I listen to a lot of podcasts from the Liga MX, like the shows Football Picante or Jorge Ramos y Subanda that comes out on ESPN. Those are great shows. You know, we're trying to become the first resource that I know of that's that's looking at the league from a fantasy perspective. So hopefully it's helping some people out there. I know you said you got some pretty good feedback from our first couple episodes. I don't like to call myself a tout, but... <laughs> no, yeah, I, whenever, whenever I say it, it's purely tongue-in-cheek, trust me. Some people call me the goal or the MX God. I mean, I, I love all the feedback, but well, um, just like any other player, I just do my little twelve hours of research. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of. I get in. I get in the slates, and it's fun, man. It's mainly fun for me, but it's it's a couple of good bucks for beer and other good stuff, you know. Is there anything else you want to say about that that Saturday slate with, with the the two the two games? The Tijuana game was crazy, 3-2. I mean, no one saw that coming, I don't think. Oh, yeah, man. I just want to do a little sweat story here. I believe it was me, you, Danny, and was it Javi on a four-man 50-50? Yeah, yeah. Javi Javi created a four-man 50-50, invited us. Four icons of of the League of MX lobby for sure. Yeah, I think you went up with that Vegas goal. I don't know why I did not play Vegas when I said yeah. I was. Yeah, we talked about Vegas. I had to jam yeah. it. I thought I'd play. Oh, I, I, I missed out on that, but I said I had to get Daviland there, so I couldn't get Daviland and Vegas with all the players I had in my lineup already. But sure. I saw your first place. So I was like, okay, I need to secure the second place. And I think it was me and Danny fighting for that. Yeah. And it was up and down because Harvey. of our goalies. <laughs> but all three of us dusted Javi on that one. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, um, me and 
their fan, aka Danny, we were up and down because of our goalies because they kept going down in points. Because <laughs> we pretty much had the same uh, lineup. I think it was like a two v two, and um, yeah, Morelia scored the last goal, and um, their fan went down two points, and I got the five extra points for the win, and I climbed them over for the second. Yeah, you fl- you jumped in with the win to for, to. Uh, to it was it was a fun slate. It was a fun slate to play. So Trust me, dude. The contest to win. It was pretty fun. For me to come in first in a, in a 50-50 with the three of y'all is is kind of a luck box for sure. So I'll, I'll take it because I, I consider the three of y'all three of the best in the uh, the Mexican soccer fantasy game, which is a small game, but you guys are good, and I'm trying to be like y'all. So good job. Um, good job me for once this week. I'll, I'll be donating back to you guys, I'm sure, in a future week. Yeah, man. Props, props to you for getting that first place font. Must have given to you. Obviously, Durfan, he's you know he's he's the one who got me into playing this this league. Uh, you know when when I was only playing EPL, he's the one who encouraged me to try this league. So good for him. Uh, okay, well if that's that, you want to move uh, and just we got the international slates, um, a terrible showdown slate on Wednesday, which I would advise like don't play <laughs> anybody. I, I'm kind of a junkie for soccer DFS, but I, you can't play Switzerland, Qatar. I think it's kind of the the corruption cup, as I I joked in a chat room earlier, like just like the two places that I'd blame most for rigging the uh, twenty twenty two World Cup draw, <laughs> yeah, in favor of of uh, Qatar now playing each other. It's kind of funny. I think I'm gonna skip that one. I don't know about you, but I don't know who plays for Qatar, and I don't have yeah. time to look for that. So just I'm gonna skip, skip it on that print. one as well. Skip <clears throat> it on print. Trust Unless me. I see like a lot of overlay, I might just jump in a couple of lines for. But I'm not going to... I'm holding strong. I'm holding strong against it. But Thursday, this should be a nice slate, classic slate for um, International Nation League. And possibly Thursday and Friday, we're going to have some showdowns for our CONCACAF teams like the U.S. and Mexico. It should be pretty fun. I'm more of a classic slate guy. I I hardly win showdowns. I guess I mainly play it like a classic slate like i keep the same strategy but mm-hmm. yeah think... a showdown friendly is tough but then you tell me it's you know england u.s with wayne rooney playing and uh argentina mexico is the next one on uh on friday i believe um i got a chance to play both those two you know the, the, we'll see we'll see how well, dj and i feel <laughs> just a fast tip here if you play the u.s England slate for showdown. A lock already is going to be Wayne Rooney because they're going to try to feed him the ball and make him score a goal. So right, right. But the whole Rooney, offense. He may sub at halftime. He may only he may only play the first half. Although it's not like he needs to rest for any playoff games for DC United or anything. So who knows? Yeah, he's they gonna are going to feed. Him. I agree. Yeah, I lock him in. But other than that, man, I don't know. I just have to make some. Vinny picks because he loves showdowns as well. I'm a t- right. Play subs. Showdown friendly slates are when you can play the play the subs, which is subs, which is definitely a Vinny pick. Vinny Cash is is another great uh, friend of the show, friend of ours, uh, who plays a lot of soccer DFS, and he he's famous. He's the one who taught me to to throw a sub sub lineup in every once in a while a showdown, and see what happens. I I've done it one time. I had Obama Yang came and got a sub brace for me in a showdown. Where I played him, and it was incredible. It was, a, it was a feeling unlike any other when you have that like two percent guy that comes in and scores two goals in fifteen minutes. These are GPP strategies, clearly, but the, you know. Yeah, go for the sub. Go for the um, goal sub. 
But um, yeah, Vinny Cash is the man for showdowns. He's a king. Showdown. Yeah. Follow him if you want to see a lot of showdown screenshots, as we mentioned earlier. Um, as far as the Nations League, I kind of like it. What do you think about the Nations League, just in general? It's, it's new this year. Do you think it's something that's going to grow in the future, or is it always just going to kind of be this sideshow that people don't really care that much about? Um, I hope it grows for the sport of soccer, but I've seen some real boring games, man. Like, mm-hmm. these teams don't even try to just, like, they're pretty much friendlies, but they're not friendlies. Right. Like they play like it's a friendly, but they're actually fighting for a spot for the, um, what is it? The for the Euros. Yeah, for the Euro for the European Championships. Yeah, exactly. This is a way for some of those smaller teams to get in there. So it may get kind of feisty and competitive at the end, but like these top leagues, they're, they're playing their best guys, but the guys aren't going their hardest. They're treating like a friendly, kind of like you said. So I'm not really liking the games as much but i'll play the slates because we don't have uh we don't have league mx but uh we do want to take time on this pod since we're here since we do have some time before that league comes back and we will once the slates get posted by dk we'll go through we'll come back and we'll give give our advice because like i said we're having fun doing this and we'll 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 give a quick pod giving some thoughts on the international stuff but let's also while we're here today look ahead to two weeks from now at some of the league mx stuff that that uh, is going to be happening in the final weekend of action with, with the playoff picture being finalized. Yeah, man. Let's, um, we should get a two-game slate on Friday with a staggered start with an 8 p.m. game and a 10 p.m. game. Morelia and Cruz Azul and then Puebla and Tijuana, which kind of a nice little slate there. Yes, yeah, a decent slate. One match is something to play for, and the other just like, I guess, just to finish off a good season or a decent season but um yeah we're taking a week off from the mx since the international uh, games are going on you know we don't have salaries so it's tough to say anything's too specific but you know like you said that game i would maybe like stack morelia and maybe grab rivero from the leave space for rivero from the late game and really load up the first game there because like you said the late game could be very boring just kind of play out put a have a lot of subs and there may not even rivera may not even play we don't even know so does t1 need to win that game they can't so it's it's a meaningless game for both teams as far as the standings go so we could definitely see a ton of subs there so that's a game where you're going to probably want to load up on the uh the first game yeah the the um first game should be um competitive and the second game, you might see a lot of kids playing like under twenty one right. and stuff. So that there could be some value on the second game for some players so, that you might want to choose. So that's to. that's really tough to predict for someone like me who who watches you know one or two games a week maybe and plays all the slates, but a lot of times it's just going on stats and doesn't always see everything. You need to listen to this podcast before that slate in two weeks because Enrique knows every, who those kids are who are going to be coming in, and he can help you all find some of those value picks that almost no one else is going to have. And he like One thing with League MX is if you have a good lineup, usually all the guys are pretty high owned. This is a chance where you might get some sweet picks that are, that are lower owned. So looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, man, you can find some great value on the second game. You just have to look out, you know. Do your scouting report for Lee MX. Right, right. Well, that's 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 what this podcast is, right? That you're the, you're doing the scouting report for but for everybody based on your knowledge. So, 
the next day, we got a five-game slate, but they've been kind of screwing us on the Saturdays and just giving us the two late games. If you think they're going to do that again? More than likely, yes. So we're probably looking at the 10 p.m. games or 8 p.m., 10 p.m. Which both look meaningless for the standings. Monterey can't really get to a, uh, the top two. Guadalajara can't, is is uh, blocked out of the playoffs. Even if they win, they can't get in, and they have their host in Tigres. So, and you know, Tigres has a chance to maybe just blitz them since their season's over. So, it could be interesting. Yes, um, I believe on that game, um, Chivas might play competitive because they're going to try to like warm up for the club world cup championship so interesting they might, they, 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 they might you know put their regular starters and just you know warm up for the big tournament they have this year that could be interesting yeah i still obviously again we don't know salaries we don't know much but think I'm going to be looking at Tigres in the game because depending on what Chivas runs out, it seems like it might be a Tigres smash, but we'll see. Yeah, and another thing, Chivas is terrible at home, so don't get too hyped <laughs> up with Chivas. And Interesting. Yeah, Tigres can climb up to the top three, four spots, so they have something to play for. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, I th- that's our check-in uh, with the Three or four people have uh, turned this into a regular part of their podcast line. We appreciate it. Uh, uh, but with so much time in between games, we at least wanted to put something out there uh, worth listening to. Uh, get another rep under our belt, another episode. Like I said, uh, this has been a pretty enjoyable experience for me, talking with you, Enrique. I hope you're enjoying it, too. And, uh, yeah, let's make some money. You know, we just got paid last week. Let's just get paid again with these international slates. We'll hit you with something when we get some salaries. Yeah, man. A win-win situation is always good. Winning as in fun and winning as in money. So, yeah, let's keep it up. And I hope, you know, more people start joining these contests for Nigga Max so the big GPP can go back to a thousand. <laughs> we get right. More decent payouts instead of playing, you know, 50 these with um, our regular players. And, um, yeah, let's keep up, you know, with the Liga MX community and spread the word. And I hope, you know, you can learn a little something from me and Danny. If you have any other questions, you can reach us out. And Aeroboy14, that's E-R-A-B as in boy, O-I-1-4. And you can check out Trippin' B. Yes, sir, Trippin' B underscore. Someone else already had Trippin' B, so oh, I had yeah. to drop that underscore on there. But, uh, yeah, not too tough to find. I I use my same logo avatar for my tripper my Twitter as my my DK. So you've probably uh, taken some of my money. So at least follow me on Twitter, right? <laughs> That's the least you can do. That's the very least you can do. So appreciate it. Yeah, man. If you have any suggestions and recommendations, any tips for our future podcasts, set us up. Any critic is good as well. Just you know, give us a shout. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you later this week. See you, bro.